This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Are they going to stand pat? Are they going to move Marlon Mack? They have never been sellers at the deadline. Are they going to change that today? This is Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. All your sports wagering needs, mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Kent Sterling. How about that? Let's talk about Marlon Mack. Is Marlon Mack going to be on the move? The Colts have made trade deadline deals in the past, but they've never sold They've always acquired. They've always tried to go get a piece that was going to put them over the top. They did it in 87 with Eric Dickerson. They did it in 2006 with Booger McFarlane. Are they going to do it today, sending Marlon Mack out to go get draft equity for the upcoming 2022 draft? We're going to find out. Before they lost to the Titans, I would have said, and I did say Keep Marlon Mack. He was more valuable to the Indianapolis Colts than he was in what he could gather back in draft equity. However, when you lose to the Titans, and all of a sudden that gap between the Titans and the Colts becomes a net four games because of the uh, the tiebreaker scenario where the Titans have taken the season series against the Colts 2-0, you know what? Your, your path to the playoffs is really, really murky. And you've got a guy in Marlon Mack who's been a good soldier for the franchise, and he's going to be a free agent. The Colts are not going to re-sign him. So if he's getting one, two, three carries a game, which he shouldn't get, because Jonathan Taylor should get those carries, he's not going to build value. He's not going to make a lot of money. This, as a running back, this is a contract where he's got to kind of get paid. I wouldn't blame the Colts for being humane and dealing Marlon Mack, I think that's a fine thing to do. I think it's being a human being. And if anything, Chris Ballard has shown himself to be a decent human being as a general manager of the Colts. Um, But this is unprecedented. Never been sellers. If you can get back a sixth rounder, I mean, what the hell? Maybe you get somebody who's going to play for you, who's going to play, you know, give you some snaps uh, in in 2022, 23, whatever. 
what they've got to go out and get. They've got to find a way to get a weapon. Right right now, you're sitting on Michael Pittman Jr. And what else? T.Y. Hilton's on the shelf this week because of the concussion protocol. You can't possibly move through all the steps of the protocol between Sunday and Thursday. You just can't. It's physically impossible. You don't have the hours necessary to go do it. 96 hours will not get that done. You've got who as weapons on the outside? Ashton Doolin, right? Zach Pascal. I like Zach Pascal, but he's not really a weapon. Michael Strawn, Des Patman. Yeah, these guys, they don't even dress on Sunday. You've got to surround your guy. Look at the way the Colts were built. We talk about this all the time, and I know this goes back beyond some of your memories. But look at the way the Colts were built when they won a championship. You got Peyton Manning. You had a left tackle right in Tariq Glenn. You had a dominant Hall of Fame level wide receiver in Marvin Harrison, and you still went out and got Reggie Wayne. You went out and got Dallas Clark. You built weapons around Peyton Manning. You had Edge. You went out and got Joseph Adai in the first round uh, of the twenty, uh, the 2006 draft. You go out and get guys to surround your franchise quarterback with, so he's got somebody to throw to and hand the ball off to. You've got Pittman and you got Taylor. You need more. You don't get that at the trade deadline because people don't people give up their problems at the trade deadline. They don't give up their assets. They just don't. And if you get a guy back, what you're doing is swapping problems. So there you go. Yeah, did have a dominant pass rush. You had Mathis and Freeney. What do you got now? Look, without Tyquan Lewis, and Tyquan Lewis wasn't dominant, but he graded very well on Pro Football Focus. You're going to have to rely on Pay, Kamoko Ture, yikes, and Hurricane Dial. There you go. Um, this is like Friday during a normal week. It's a short week, and the advantage of not traveling is fairly significant. The Jets have to come here on Wednesday night. The Colts, they get to sleep in their own bed, generally, on Wednesday night. At least not have to travel Wednesday uh, in order to get where they're going to play. Uh, not traveling on Wednesday to get to a Thursday game. Not having to go back that night. A significant deal for the Colts. That, that's an advantage. Indiana. Indiana basketball, a week from tonight, opens a season against Eastern Michigan. And I can't wait to see what this, this team looks like. Because here's the deal. And here's where Indiana and the Colts, they kind of have parallel tracks right now. You've got the Colts. I think the Colts are too smart for their own good. I think Frank Reich thinks that he can outwit opponents. I think Archie Miller thought that he could outwit opponents. I think Tom Crean thought that he could outwit opponents. Mike Woodson is just going to throw the ball out, have the guys play, and, and run an NBA-style offense, and then man up defensively. He's going to try to out-clever people. He's going to try to out-execute people, and that's where games are won. If you can out-execute people, you're going to win. If you complicate it up so people have to think rather than execute, you got problems. I think that Indiana is going to be really good. I think they're going to be a top six seed, not overall, but a one through six seed, probably more toward a six than a one in the NCAA tournament. I think they're going to go win games, and that process is going to start a week from tonight, and it's going to be fun as hell to watch. They've got talent, baby. 
Trace Jackson Davis, first team All-American. That's important. Race Thompson, Rob Fennessy, uh, Jordan Geronimo back, Anthony Leal back, Trey Galloway back. Lots of guys back, right? And then you add guys like Miller Kopp and Michael Durr and Tamar Bates, really, really good freshman. Logan Duncan, really good freshman, although I think Tamar Bates is going to get more run. You've got transfers coming in like Xavier Johnson. Uh, you, you really got a nice amount of talent all over the floor. Parker Stewart is finally going to play for Indiana. This is a team that's deep. And this is, so if there are injuries, or you should say when there are injuries, you're going to find the Indiana Hoosiers in a really good positive situation, replacing guys with like-talented guys in that starting lineup if somebody does go down. This is going to be a fun team to watch, and I'm really looking forward to it a week from tonight. Let's go. Uh, Pacers last night. Pacers were good last night. Pacers were fun to watch last night, and that, in large part, was because the Spurs sucked. The Spurs' defense was non-existent. Greg Popovich smiling at the end of the game, greeting the Pacers coaching staff like they're long-lost friends, which they are. Lloyd Pierce worked with Greg Popovich in the Olympics, and he's known Rick Carlisle forever. This uh, was a, if I were Greg Popovich, I would have torn into my team uh, with unparalleled fury. They lose, the Spurs do, Pacers win, 131-118. The game was never in doubt. Pacers scored, I think, 43 in the first quarter, 75 in the first half. They were on their way to 150, and, and then they pulled the starters. Karis LeVert was not bad. He missed a bunch of shots, but he hit a three at the end of the first half that was really, really big for the Pacers, I guess. As big as a three can be in a laugher at the end of the first half, 37 assists. For the team, that speaks to the level of crappy defense played by the Spurs. They were 47.4% accurate from beyond the arc. Justin Holiday, 5 of 7 from beyond the arc. Chris Duarte, 4 of 6 from beyond the arc. Duarte, really, really good with 18 points. Sabonis, 24 and 13. McConnell, 10 and 10. There was nothing wrong with what the Indiana Pacers did last night. At Gainbridge Fieldhouse, they got another game coming up against the Knicks. They're now 2-6. and six. If they can play the Spurs at Gainbridge Fieldhouse every night, I think they go 82-0. We'll see what happens on Wednesday night. They need to stack some wins. They've got the home game Wednesday night, and then they go on the road for eight of their next nine. One home game against the 76ers wedged between a West Coast trip and an East Coast trip. Pacers, if they get Brogdon back, they get T.J. Warren back. I don't know what you do with Warren because I'm not sitting Chris Duarte. I'm playing Chris Duarte. I'm starting him. So what you do with T.J. Warren, I don't know. I think the trade deadline is going to be very, very active for the Indiana Pacers. Not so much for the Colts, and it isn't in the NFL. The trade deadline, it's a day. But not a lot gets done. This is not like the NBA trade deadline. And I think for the Pacers... It's going to be on, on the trade deadline. If they don't find a way to get to the point, by the time they get to the trade deadline, five games over 500, seven games over 500, something like that, they're going to be really, really active. Brogdon coming back, Warren coming back should make a difference. Duarte is going to be the rookie of the year, period. Predicted it before the season started, he's going to be the rookie of the year. 
Uh, uranium-235 will never play again, Kiwi. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Uh, it would just be, it, it would be logistically impossible. We are on to different projects and, and we'll never find a way to coalesce in the way we did back in the day. Uh, Kofi Coburn, sorry, I'm responding to comments on YouTube. Sometimes that throws other people off. People who listen or watch this elsewhere get thrown off by the, by the live comment mentions from the YouTube channel. We're live on YouTube every morning and afternoon. So there you go. Kofi Coburn suspended the first three games uh, of Illinois season by the NCAA because he sold Illinois apparel and memorabilia in June. It would have been legal after July 1st. At the time, Kofi Coburn thought he was going to the NBA draft. He didn't. Pulled his name out, entered the transfer portal on July 1st, and yikes, all of a sudden, the merch that he sold in June becomes an NCAA violation, and he will sit for the Jackson State, Arkansas State, and Marquette games. Like it's going to matter. It may matter against Marquette. First two, it's not going to matter. Could have done that. The NCAA could have done that and said, you know what? We enforced a rule that really is no longer in play. I mean, what are you doing? You're bringing consequences against a kid. And I like consequences as a rule. But the rule no longer exists. It's like going back and punishing somebody for selling marijuana in Colorado before it was legalized in Colorado. Why? What, toward what end are you doing this? Could you get off your asses? and beat out some kind of meaningful consequence against the University of Louisville's basketball program, for the love of God, finally and once and for all, instead of, you know, pinning your ears back and going after a kid in Illinois who didn't do anything that isn't legal today. What are they doing at the NCAA? Uh, Birthdays, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? On this beautiful Tuesday in central Indiana. Um, oh, well, it, you know, asking about Indiana signings. Noah Clowney is going to go to Alabama. He announced that yesterday on CBS Sports HQ, which continues to really annoy me because they, you know, they screw around with these. You know, he's going he's gonna to say where he's going at 5 o'clock. He doesn't say where he's going at 5 o'clock. It's like 5.12, for God's sake, after this run-up to the announcement. That's just utterly meaningless. Nobody cares anything about Noah Clowney other than where he's going to uh, pledge his trough as far as the college education, all right? Um, Birthdays today. Brian Petrovich, happy birthday. Max Mfinger, happy birthday. Troy Knight and Karen Beardsley Trailer celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell if it's not your birthday... You celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Let's be good to each other. Instead of pulling each other down, we find a lot of ways to disagree with each other and pull each other down. Let's find some common ground and some reasons to lift. Let's go. Um, Toby says, different Colts regime. It seems like we're throwing darts and playing guessing games. I don't think that's what Chris Ballard's doing. I think it appears that that's what Chris Ballard's doing. But it's not. What he's doing is building from the inside out. And he's utilizing early draft picks to go get that done. I think he'd kind of need to build all 22 spots. Inside out, I'm not sure that works. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.